0: Welcome back to Racer Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170.
2: The answer.
0: This segment's brought to you by Bumper Docs and T. For scratching dings, and dents, go to Bumper Docs and T. They'll take care of your car like as if it was their own. Go to SanteeBumperDoc.com, and if you drive a BMW, Porsche, or a Mini Cooper, and maybe you're looking for a dealer alternative, Black Forest Motorsports. Over 40 years experience. Go to BlackForestAutomotive.com. Well, this is just an amazing show, folks, I have to tell you. It's been, gosh, I don't know how many years has been since I've seen uh, Rex Ainsley. Mm-hmm. See, got that right. Mm-hmm. And Good job. I met Rex and his dad and his whole extended family at the San Diego Velodrome. Now, all you people out there, I know you're all going to say, what would he say? Velodrome? What the hell is a velodrome? Well, you don't realize it, but there's one right out there mm-hmm. by the San Diego Zoo, right across the... In fact, I was over by the zoo the other day, and I looked out, and I could see the track. Rex, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: Man, I tell you what, it's been so much fun back. I I got to announce the races for a year. Best time I ever had. Kind of a stressful time, because... These people are crazy.
2: There's a lot going on.
0: I mean, you know how fast they go?
2: And the events change one after another. You got oh, I was asking I strangers. I've been out there too, Dave, quite a few times. I, I went there when you announced. I, I had I a know. friend racing there. And I'm like, so what's the strategy of this? Yeah, what's I the know. strategy You're now?
1: <laughs> You're asking? Yeah, <laughs> it's hard for us too.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> well, because what, what was the, what's the gentleman's name that wears glasses? That I can never think of uh, uh, Jay? Yeah. Jay is the evil one. <laughs> he's the one that kept changing things. He goes, hey, let's try
1: this, or hey, let's try that. Well, there's all- yeah. fresh. Yeah, they try and uh, like add new races in all the time. Yeah. Just, so they're making just so have stuff fun. up? Yeah. Well, yeah, uh-huh. and you don't even know what they're doing until they say, okay, we're going to do this. Yeah, and some of the guys in the infield don't even know what the race is. We just go out and have fun.
0: Yeah, well, and that's just it, too. Now, yeah. you've been racing for how long?
1: Uh, I've been racing for about four years now uh, on the track.
0: Yeah, but you've been racing bicycles for...
1: Uh, I uh, actually got into bicycles after a, uh, a short stint in racing motorcycles. Motorcycles, so, dude. Uh, racing motorcycles. Oh. And uh, it was a good way. For, like, I had some injuries off of a motorcycle. it's a good way to recover. Go figure. And then <laughs> I just kind of fell in love with it. So I, I kind of switched full time into track cycling. And uh, I specifically work towards the sprint side. Mm-hmm. So there's two kind of sides of track cycling. There's the endurance side, which is more what they do at, in San Diego, like on Tuesday and Friday nights. Mm-hmm. And then there's the sprint side which is uh, really short, fast, explosive disciplines.
2: Like one minute,
1: yeah, our, right? Yeah, our longest event is around a minute. And That's I have crazy. And
2: I
0: have screamed for this guy, and I'm just the announcer. I would scream for this guy because, man, he is
1: so fast. You, what, know you have to, this.
2: in one minute, you have to be so explosive, and then what do you come right up to speed and have to maintain? Are you fixed gear?
1: Yeah, fixed gear, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, you're starting out and you pretty much have to start your car in like fifth gear. Yeah. Yeah. It's like,
2: so, <laughs> you're standing up. Yeah, I so would it's imagine a, a
1: standing start acceleration. And, uh, it's one of the, the bigger parts of the, the sprint cycling. It's like how fast you can accelerate. Yeah.
0: yeah. So let me ask you this. I always wanted to ask you, I never had the opportunity to do so. Does a person six, three have, <laughs> have, an, <a> advantage? Bennett, <laughs> have an advantage over a person, say five, eight. So five. there's
1: like pros and cons. So, uh, for sprinting like you need to have like a lot of muscle you need to be really powerful uh having a bigger frame can help with that like you have more muscle and naturally right, right. it's easier for you to do that but uh, it's a bigger hole to punch yeah so cycling is a lot of it is aerodynamics yes oh. like, so it, yeah yeah ninety percent of our uh, drag is from aerodynamics and yeah being a big person that makes it really hard especially yeah. there's rules uh for like how big your bike can be and your position yeah and that so I'm kind of at the limit of, like, how tall you can be and still kind of fit on a bike and have uh, a decent position.
0: Uh, and it's, you never want to be first. You always want to be second or third, right? Well, yeah. Well, unless, <laughs> unless you have the power and the strength to get out front because passing is so difficult.
1: Yeah, passing is really hard. So uh, being first is usually the best. So there's there's a couple of different sprint disciplines and, like, the match sprint where it's uh, usually one-on-one, uh, race, like three laps, whoever finishes first wins. Um, there's different strategies. Some people like from the back and uh, they like what you can do because of the aerodynamic is You can rush the gap. It's kind of like a slipstream in NASCAR. Uh-huh. You rush in the gap behind him, you gain that speed and mm-hmm. you can uh, split by them. Um, so, but there's also an advantage. Like if you're at the front and they're right behind you, they don't, they can't get into the slipstream and to accelerate into your, into your gap to pass you. So there's a lot of different strategies, and it's one of the things that makes it so fun.
0: And you yeah. don't have a rearview mirror. No, you have to. Like, <laughs> and you, have you to don't have to... a radio. You're not talking no. to somebody in the in the back saying, all right, he's coming up on you. He's so, coming sometimes to... the
1: coaches try and yell at you from the, the sidelines. Yeah. But, but three laps is over. And... Yeah, like uh, we're racing. We have like arrow helmets that cover our ears and we can't hear yeah, anything. Yeah, you can't yeah. hear you. But it. But it's yeah.
0: good for the coach to scream.
1: Yeah, sometimes it helps. Some people, like, they're not paying attention. They see the coach, like, go, go. Mm-hmm. And then they finally start going.
0: And it's amazing. And the thing that's interesting that I like about uh, San Diego Velodrome is you've got classes for beginners, little kids, mm-hmm. all the way up to 60 and 70 year olds. I have mm-hmm. to tell you a cute story. So when I was going to do the announcing, mm-hmm. you know, as a typical announcer, you should know who's going to be racing, you know, go out and find out who they are, what they've done. So I have my clipboard. I'm going out to, I can never, not remember names right mm-hmm. now, but so I asked this one gentleman, I said, so, you know, okay, how long have you been riding? He told me, okay. So, you know, any accolades? He says, well, gold medal in the Olympics this year, this year, this year, this year. Mm-hmm. And I'm going Olympic gold medal. I probably watched him because I love mm-hmm. watching cycling during the mm-hmm. Olympics because you never know who's going to be out there.
1: Oh yeah. We've had tons of people out there just, and A lot of them are like, the beginning of their career. So, like, you don't really know who they are when they show up. But you follow them for a couple years, and all of a sudden, like, um, I remember we had one of my friends, Ashton Lambie, uh, and uh, when he came out, like, no one knew who he was. But, like, damn, he's so fast. Like, where did he come from? (laughs) Yeah, And then he told us, like, he comes from a dirt track in Kansas. Oh, wow. Yeah, but but now he's, uh, like, on track to try for the world record and for the pursuit. It, oh, yeah, oh that like, pursuit is yeah. Crazy. That is, is awesome. Yeah, he is one of the the best pursuiters in the world. And uh, okay, explain we, to folks who yeah. may not know. So what's I'm thinking a pursuit. stalking right yeah, now. So, <laughs> so, yeah, the the pursuit is a race on the track where it's uh, a four kilometer time trial. So from a standing start, and usually uh there's uh, two people on opposite sides of the track when they're starting. Right. And when it first started, it was uh you're trying to catch the other rider. That's why it's called the pursuit. You're trying to uh, pursue the other rider and run them down. Right. But it it kind of got to the point where uh the riders are so equally matched mm. that they had to like <laughs> limit it to 4 kilometers and then whoever did the 4k fastest wins. So it's right. kind of more of a time trial now, uh-huh. but oh. the the pursuit is still what it's called.
2: What yeah. makes him a good pursuiter?
1: Um he can ride at like 90% uh forever. Uh, like he is he is a, one of the most amazing aerobic uh, capacities I've ever seen and he he's also uh able to get really arrow, mm-hmm. So that's that's one of the big So how things.
2: tall is he not?
1: Uh
0: he's <laughs> he's, he's not 6'3". <laughs> I,
1: I I don't want to say for sure like I I think he's around uh 5'9". Five, five, oh, so, so he's still tall. So but yeah, not not huge but uh but like his upper body pretty small so he can uh get really tucked. So he doesn't
0: weigh 200 pounds is no, what you're saying. No. No.
1: <laughs> yeah. And,
0: and and I tell you it's so amazing to watch this this sport. And you get – I mean, even though there's no engine noises, there's no – you can get so wrapped up in it because after a while you can see the strategy. You can That's see, the part
2: that's my favorite part, like the mental games, the oh strategy of it all. Mm-hmm. I, I, w- I think what I would have anguish in second-guessing myself maybe after a race. But mm-hmm. ahead of time, that must be fun to strategize uh, when you know your opponent. Well, let's take,
0: let's take a break and let's see. Did anybody from Barona call in yet? You know what? You might even get Oh, the but whole... we raced last wow. night. Oh, so that's right. You gotta talk about it. I
2: would imagine <laughs> someone's calling and well, I hope if so. Not, I
0: guess you're gonna have to do the report.
2: Jeez, I, I did not take notes.
0: Oh, if you're your school <laughs> teacher, that brain <laughs> is like time. a bear trap. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. You are listening to Racer Radio right here on FM ninety six AM eleven seventy.
2: The answer.
0: Welcome back to Racer Radio FM 961. AM 1170. The answer. I like
2: this chemistry we're listening
0: to. I figured you would. Hey, <laughs> folks, this segment is brought to you by El Cajon Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody, treats you better than El Cajon Ford. New, used, service, doesn't make any difference. El Cajon Ford will take care of you like family. Go to ElCajonMotors.com. And if you're an off-roader or a drag racer or a circle track racer, And you need anything done with your drivetrain, San Diego Gear and Axle can hook you up. Go to sdgearaxle.com. So I take it Dirt Dude has not called in, so we'll let uh, Brittany kind of do a little
1: mini. Wait,
2: no one called in? The new announcer did not call in? I'm going to look at Brandon through the window. Yeah,
1: nothing, nothing.
2: Oh, uh, rumor had it the new announcer was going to call in, and and I was wondering how because he was very hoarse. Like oh, was halfway he screaming into the all night? night? Well, I don't know that he was screaming, but it sounded like he was a bit hoarse. Yeah.
0: So how'd the racing go last night? Oh, it
2: was really fun. It was a beautiful night. And um, off air, I told you, but I didn't tell you who. I said, you know, there's a few guests we've had on the last year, and they did end up first place. Wow.
0: Can you remember so,
2: their names? Paul Dyke. I believe he won. All right. Yeah, it took him a little while. Like I said, listeners, I didn't take notes. I did not expect to do this, but this is... Um,
0: off the top of your head. top of my
2: head. He, he had to battle a bit uh, to get up to first, and it was great driving. Because the
0: last race, he came in third, which I'm sure he was not happy with, knowing Paul.
2: Well, he planned on winning every race, right? I know.
0: That's his <laughs> whole idea. Yeah.
2: <laughs> So I believe he won. Eric Evans was in.
0: All right.
2: Right? And yeah. he won and I I didn't see but I think when they when Dirt Dude was so Dirt Dude would talk to the top 3 winners. Right. And I thought I heard Eric say that Bryson, his grandson had won. Bryson's been in? Right. And Kelly's been in, junior yeah. driver. She's won the last two races in a row. Yeah. Um David Hunt. He was just in here. He yeah. won his first race ever.
0: Oh, my gosh. See, I tell everybody, come here, you you're going to
2: win. I know. So last week we had Dennis Taylor in. What, what's the face?
0: No, I just...
1: Are you're you making cop? a
2: weird face. Yeah. Um, so we had Dennis Taylor in last night, or last weekend. Last night, um, he, it was funny. So he was driving on, and I don't know, maybe he was around 9th, and my mom's all... I thought your buddy was good Oops. because you start in the back. But I think they're um, after the heat races, they're reverting or, yeah, you know, yeah, they're doing yeah. a lot of that. So it doesn't quite reflect your results for the heat race. I don't know the details because I haven't raced yet right. this season. Um, but he started like ninth. And I'm all, Mom, don't worry. Well, he quickly started passing people. I think he got maybe up to fifth. And um, and then the side, the whole right side of his car like peeled off like a... A tin beer can, can, like yeah, like yeah, anchovies. I was thinking of rolling back. So they, there was a caution because somebody else spun out, but they pulled him over and pulled even more. Like the entire right well, side. How did he lose the off right off, side? Hanging on to someone else, you know. I think uh, he locked with somebody else. No. So then he was sent to the back. And so that was kind of a bummer because he'd worked his way up, and then he started working his way up again, and then he was struggling. I didn't talk to him afterwards, but it seemed like there was some sort of struggle. So my thought, having not talked to him Mm -hmm. and not planning on talking about this, is that maybe more than just his side got a little...
0: Well, yeah, because if he got his side ripped off, you know, somebody's banging both, both tires on that one side, which are hooked to suspension.
2: Right. Or my other thought was because it was his right side, so when he's going in, he doesn't have. And our cyclists in the studio may understand, you know, with draft and drag and all that, he doesn't have those panels yeah, no for aerody- the air to push no, back. On. Yeah, yeah. No So I thought maybe he's feeling a little looser than usual. Yeah, he's sucking air. He's he doesn't not- have. Yeah. yeah so no. I don't know, but uh, it was so funny because my mom's like, "I thought your buddy was better. I'm all just give him a chance." And he did. He proved himself, but then. Just well, yeah, she's competitive. She raced motocross, I know. she's competitive. Um, uh, so that I remember that, and then um, Darren Brown was in town, mm. so he won, of course. So maybe reminded the rest of the division what real fast dwarf driving looks like. Is
0: he hauling freight?
2: <laughs> of course, he always is. Yes, yeah, so he won. Um, Isabella got second and Tobiasen got third, and I thought of you because Depi- I think it was Tobiasen who said, "Yeah, my power steering went out," and I I really felt sorry for. <laughs> yeah, him. I'm
0: sure you were crushed. <laughs> You're crying like a bear. I'm right?
2: finally getting it, Rex. That's why I bring that up. Yeah. I've raced five seasons without it, and I'm finally getting it. So you sorry to bun-
0: five seasons without it. Yes. Yeah, you do have some serious guns. Look right? that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Only one side, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that?
2: Um, so, anyway, sorry, Tobias, and I may have laughed at you with that comment.
0: Maybe with him. <laughs> what <laughs> yeah, do you
2: think? Uh, so, I wish the announcer was calling in because I'd like to know what he thought. This was his first time, I believe, announcing at Verona. Right, it was. And um, I wanted to know what he thought and how he felt. Oh, so wait, back to the races. They had, like, little motorcycles out there. I don't know. I only just saw them coming off the track. Did you see that? No, uh-uh. Yeah, they had some motorcycles. I don't know if it was more of an exhibition. Oh, and they had the um, front wheel. Compact.
0: Compact. How were those?
2: Uh, well, there were only four, and one of them pulled out early, so um, it was okay. I hope, you know, it takes a little while to build a division. Your guest that called in last week for Paris, she was talking about trying to build divisions right. and she said it's like right. a two year cycle. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. um that my mom and I were actually talking. We referred to the guests last week and right. it was like, Yeah, so this is kind of their second year. And the last year, like, can you even count last no, year? As you can't a season? Count last yeah. Year. So hopefully that grows because I think that truly is an entry level division. After talking to Dennis Taylor last last week. I didn't know that the ponies were so expensive.
0: Oh, yeah. They're not cheap. Yeah. Just because it's called a pony and most of them are pintos.
2: Yeah. The motors. Just the motors themselves. He's like $4,000. i am like, what? Yeah, yeah. And he said even higher than that. Yeah. So I think that really helping to promote that division, the sport compact, is important to get those people from the stands on the racetrack.
0: Yeah, I totally, totally agree.
2: Yeah, so those are fast and furious facts from my brain. How
0: was attendance?
2: Oh, it seemed good. Yeah, seemed pretty good. Good car
0: count, too?
2: Um, it, None of it was quite like the first night. Dirt Dude and I were talking about that. Like, it was good, but it wasn't like for opening night attendance
0: mm. well i think coco paw was running last night if i'm not mistaken paris was paris running.
2: was yes paris had their opening yeah i know so that's cool
0: yeah they were thrilled
2: because i think hot mess race there yeah i think so too former so Verona. so
0: so some people that would normally have ran last night uh, see that's where these 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 bodies have got to get their kind of yeah, act together but even then, I, I'm almost going to look at 2021 as a throwaway.
2: No, don't no, say don't mean, that, David. But, no,
0: I mean it in the respect that everybody needs to get back in the groove of racing again.
2: But, you know, if they run, they could run the same night but different divisions.
0: Well, you could do that too. But I'd like to see, let's say, Barona run last night and Paris run next week. Yes, for Co- sure. And Cocopaw run the following week and then back to Paris and then back to Barona and then back to Cocopaw, that type of thing.
2: Right, I thought there was talks about that, but I don't they're know. I wasn't the, well, that's why I to said that party.
0: Well, this is kind. You know, we got the Sextons have taken over. Yeah. You know, they're they're part of the of the track. So this is all. Everybody's gonna. This is all going to be yeah. new to everybody.
2: But if I'm Paris, I'm like I want to run every night because or well, every week because they didn't get to run at all yeah, last season. No, they
0: did not because they so. were under a little bit more scrutiny than uh, yeah. than Barona.
2: Oh, so I think like the 360s might be coming really soon. That's what Verona. I heard, too. I heard. Yeah, three, I didn't look it up again. The I lightning
0: thought, sprints. So there
2: well, were they, lightning sprints last night. There were. That was the one I missed because I was in the pits, uh, uh, kind of in the pits with the dwarf cars. Working on a Getting car. ready. Yeah, I was working with the rookie a little bit, just going over a few things mm-hmm. that I was so glad people told me my first night of racing.
0: Well, yeah, that's yeah. It's called giving back.
2: Yes. And I was like, I'll give you everything I got and then you'll quickly move on.
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
2: Those guys over there know so much more, but I'll gladly tell you what I know. Yeah. And there's just simple things that like everybody just seems to know. Well and it, <laughs> it was like, but I didn't and thank goodness I was surrounded by the guys well, in the pits and they're like, Do this, don't hey, number thirty seven, don't forget that, don't forget yeah, that. Yeah. So Well,
0: it's like eating an elephant, you know, you can't do what? it in one what bite. What did you
2: just say, Rex? It's eating like an elephant. Eating an
0: elephant. <laughs> you can't eat it all in one bite you got to do little bits and pieces.
2: It makes sense, but I never heard that before.
0: You never heard that before? Rex, that's because you're not old.
1: His sayings are just out of the I, note, like the nickel and the buffalo. Oh, yeah, squeeze the, the nickel
0: so tight, the Indian rides the buffalo. Oh, my God. That's how <laughs> that's
1: how cheap you are? I like
0: that one. You like that one? Yes, you, ever, you guys never heard that one either? I never heard that. <laughs> you taught me that. One, yeah, if you ever like... get some guy that's like, won't buy breakfast, or yeah, yeah, no, you know, he's got I... the alligator arms, won't pick up the check. Just say he's so cheap. He makes the Indian ride. Of course, nowadays we don't have an Indian head nickel hardly anymore, right?
1: Right, right. That's yeah, well. A,
0: you've got a couple. Well, thank you. <laughs> you
1: still have the first one you ever got, right? Right, something like that. Oh. yeah. Aww. Uh, so, okay, uh, quick question. Yes. Technically. Are Paris and Barona like competitors, though, in terms of like, race tracks? Or, no. You know?
2: okay. I, it's funny because I was talking to Rex, and I said, second segment's Barona, and Paris is like our sister track. I just made that up. It's kind of, but you got to remember, Par-
0: Paris Auto Speedway is a half mile.
2: It's big. That's big mm. for okay. cars. Okay, and
0: Barona well, is three-eighths?
2: No, they say quarter... Depends on if you take the outside line or the inside.
0: Yeah, but I got to tell you, the difference between the... I mean, stupid fast and fast. Yeah,
2: it's fast and scary fast.
0: Yeah, if you're a little intimidated at Barona, you will not go to Paris.
2: Let me put the... This is what...
0: You're going to put, put this it, in perspective? For
2: me, this is uh, Darren Brent, one of the bees of b and uh, He put it in perspective for me. I said, why don't they run dwarf cars at Paris, the big one, the bigger, faster? Mm-hmm. He goes, well, at those speeds, if you crash in our car, we disintegrate. <gasps> what?
0: <laughs> and if you blow a motor, which is very possible, because you're talking, what, 1,100 Kawasaki? Well, you
2: change the gears. 1,000. A, a, a 1,000. But you would change the gears. But Coco Paws big, too. And I ran that and Love
0: did it scare you? I
2: loved it. Just like, I jumped out of my like car. Speed. I. It was just. It was perfect. Robert Peters, if you're listening, like the two of us had never done it. It was the national in February of 2019, and we were both like, like kids, like I've never done this. I've never done this. Have you? Have you? Have you? We get in, and we both jumped out of our cars because it was so hooked up. It was. Perfect. I just wanted to keep going. I didn't want to come off the track. But we jumped out and we're like, that's not exciting. But then I said, I've survived it. Should I do it again and push my luck? I just had this conversation with my mom yesterday. And I decided, yes, I should. Because it's so fun. Excuse
0: me. No is not in your vocabulary. No.
2: All right. Let's take a
0: quick break. When we come back, we're going to bring Rex back on. Since Scott Delosio is calling a go-kart race.
2: Can't block it?
0: I, no, I don't think so. Oh. Probably up north, might even be at Paris. I don't know. I have to my find eye. out. I didn't get any particulars, but we'll, we'll get that next week. We'll for make sure. it happen, even Absolutely. if people aren't
2: calling.
0: We got Rex. Yeah, we got Rex. Well, I, I, well, I want to talk more about velodrome racing and get more people involved. Oh my gosh, yes! Because not only is it fun,
2: is it free to watch? N- uh,
1: it's not open yet, but yes, it's.
0: You- it, it will, will be, be. It will free. be free when they open the gates. They usually bring a really cool lunch truck there.
2: It's a nice mm-hmm. part of town. It's a
0: nice part of town. You got a beautiful sunset. Yeah. And it's a beautiful track. They've done a ton of work on that thing from painting it from ground up. But we're going to be right back here listening to Racer Radio right here on FM 961 1, AM AM1170.
2: The answer. <laughs>
0: It's AM 1170. The answer. Brittany's over here rocking mm, like crazy. Thanks to Brendan. This segment is brought to you by Paris Auto <gasps> Speedway. They opened last night, so they're going to have a series. It's up and running. I don't know what they did last night. I wish I did, but we'll find out They had an on opening. Paris Auto Speedway. Hey, don't forget. Go to ParisAutoSpeedway.com. Check out their schedule. And this segment's also brought to you by John's Automotive Import Repair, right there up on University Avenue in La Mesa. Go to John's San Diego Autorepair.com. All right, we got uh, Rex Ainsley out. Yeah. Uh, he's been racing uh, velodrome and other forms of bicycle racing now for about four years. So I thought we'd bring him in because a lot of people don't realize bicycle r- racing is extremely good for you.
2: Yeah, that's it. There's a lot. I didn't know you were going that way, but <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, it is. It's great health. It's great cardio. Mm-hmm. It's great to. It's one way to lose weight. Don't... And meet some
1: really really cool people. Yes, it's, you do.
2: It's social. We mm-hmm. get the adrenaline. It's good for the
0: mind. Yeah,
1: it's it's a great community. Like, it really is. Yeah, it, everyone's so nice. Everyone's just willing to help out. Like yeah, if you, if you ever need anything, like people are just jumping in to trying to help you
0: out. Yeah, if you're a brand new racer and you've never been to the velodrome and Maybe you've raced other places and maybe you don't know the track, or pff, everybody there, they'll teach you every single thing that you want.
2: So there's young and old. You, somebody mentioned that. Yeah, there are some f- numbers. little kids.
1: Yeah, they have uh, junior programs and then uh, they have try the track days and uh, intro sessions. At pretty much every any level is welcome and there's there's something for you at the San Diego velodrome. Yeah.
2: And as we went to outro I we I asked if it was free. So soon enough it will be free. So maybe someone who's considering it could come watch yes. before putting so yeah, our, committing.
1: They're trying to get the velodrome open for racing. Uh not sure exactly when that's going to happen but uh, it'll be sometime this year and then uh racing will happen and uh then uh, spectators will be free. Yeah.
2: So I don't know if you know this, Dave. I was lucky enough to talk to him before we started Racer Radio. Um, I would love for you to share what you shared with me about this ASPC, who founded it, and why that person founded it. Yeah, I think this is great. So
1: it's uh, the American Sprint Cycling Program. Uh, We're a program to help the nations like top sprinters reach international level Mm -hmm. and eventually medal at the Olympics in L.A. in 2028. It's actually not too far away just 7 years ago. So no, That's and it's goal. here. It's in LA yeah, in 2028. to be, it's gonna be like LA home Olympics. Yeah. And like if we want to uh, do well, like we need to help these guys how, out. How well do we do internationally? Uh we're like we're kind of a laughing stock right now. To oh, be okay. So we're trying to change that. Yeah.
0: And it's because there's no investment. Right. Well, yeah, the it's
1: support. uh, the, the support's been really small. Like USA Cycling's not able to really help us out too much. Um like so there hasn't been a whole lot of support, and then we're on the track sprint side. So there's two sides of track sprinting: the endurance and the sprints. The sprinters, for so actually, for the endurance guys, they can ride road and they can oh, get yeah. sponsorships that from all all these other disciplines More that they options. could kind of cross train with and still uh, get by. And then they just hop on for track endurance, and they can do really well. But for track sprinters, it's such a, a different physiology well, that, that you can't do that. You can't. Like we're not able to go and race road stuff, right. and yeah. and then come back. So we we train uh, all year round for probably ten races, and <sighs> That's uh, it.
2: which is a minute race.
1: <laughs> yeah, so well, about finding
2: it, your peak performance.
1: Yeah, and uh, it's so it's hard to uh, really uh, get the funding that you need to support yourself. They're like the and we don't really have the riders at the level necessary to go to the big international races. We're pretty domestic right now we're just mm-hmm. and uh, so but the american sports Cycling program is is it's a it's a program it's for a non-profit organization by one c3 and uh, our program is designed to help these riders uh get the support they need to reach international levels
0: now are you talking about uh, when you say support are you talking about training yes yeah, equipment
1: so it, it's uh access to facilities and housing is pretty much the biggest thing so uh so if we want to be at that level, like it's hard to just exist. Like the the best facility in the country is the Vell Sports Center in Carson, California.
2: Oh, really? Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, and that's a wood. Isn't it, that a wooden? That's a wood indoor oh, two fifty. Yes. That's the international standard. So yeah. if we're going to go race internationally, we need to train at that track. And you know, just living in San Diego is so expensive. So sure. it, it's really hard for these riders to just exist. Yeah. And. And train. And so, we don't
0: have that many bicycle shops in town that support that level of racing.
1: Yeah, and it's... Or do we have any? Uh, they support a little bit. Like, we have a couple that uh, try to help us out, but they're not able to give us all the support we need yeah. just uh, by a couple of them. So we're kind of looking for more sponsors uh, as we speak, and we want to uh, develop the program into more. So uh, we're our first priorities are... Housing the riders and give them access to the best training facilities,
0: which is the one in Carson. Which is the one in Carson. So, and what's like, Carson's like, attitude towards what you're trying to do? You would yeah. think they would be, have open arms.
1: Yeah, they're they're trying to help us out, but uh, so but they're a business too. Like they need to keep the doors open. So, sure. uh, they're we're working with them, and they're helping us out tremendously to uh, help us have track time and uh, be able to do our our stuff. And well, training. at least
0: now you can go back to them and say, just want you to know. I was on a, a, a racer show this weekend that wants to give us as much airtime as we need to help promote, you know, the uh, 2028 Olympics. Mm-hmm. And we would like your, your participation. You know, if we can get you on radio, maybe you can help us with, because I know you have to not necessarily rent the track, but you have to pay to go on the track. Yeah, yeah.
1: so there's a, there's uh, usage fees and right. uh, just...
0: Like you said, yeah. they got to pay their bills. You yeah. they got to pay for the lights mm-hmm. and maintenance of that track. I'm sure is
1: nothing is a lot more than it is when yeah, you go outside. So it's indoor wood track. So they have to mm. keep the track mm-hmm. climate controlled uh, oh, year round, wow. like 24 oh, seven. Imagine? I bet. Yeah. yeah. If you
0: need a side job, sanding. I think I oh
2: gosh, yeah, right. You got <laughs> the guns. Yeah, well, it would help. <laughs> yeah, I know. Make
0: it bigger. So, so when you say that, so that any listener listening what would be the best way to help support the, the,
1: the program? So we have a website dot uh, americanscp.com. You can go on there, and we have membership programs where you can come and uh, give us either a monthly subscription as a donation. Mm-hmm. So we have different levels uh, of uh, membership. So we have like a bronze level starting at $25 a month, all the way up to a gold, which is like $100 a month. Or you can pay uh, all at once. We have yearly plans, too. Or just a one-time donation.
0: So when when I, when when that's when that's being said, okay, because you know everybody's out there saying, well, okay, I'll I'll donate, but what do I get out of it?
1: Uh, so uh, we have like a couple membership things we're trying to set up more. Um, so we're pretty much uh, we don't have a whole lot to give right now at
0: this point. At this point, the only thing you're going to be doing is helping America. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. Well. I think that's huge, personally. That's
2: the first thing that popped in my every head. every
0: other country out there supports their sports program, whether it's bicycling. Yeah. I mean, and, they, they actually budget it. The government budgets money to these kids. Yeah, it's it,
1: all the big countries are government-funded. Yeah, so. and you're up against some serious and, money. Yeah, yeah. and like, it's
2: 2021. And you're hoping for the 28 Olympics. So you could really, like, sincerely, wholeheartedly I think help have, somebody get there. Yeah, I
1: think we have a, a good possibility of getting a couple of athletes to the 2024 Olympics as well in Paris. Okay? You
2: mentioned you you see the talent. Oh, yeah. It's we more have, of the money and yeah, the access, We right? have some
1: of the uh, most talented riders that, that America's ever seen. And uh, so that's why we just— You
2: funded this, right? You started yeah, this, right? Yeah,
1: so I started this— so, uh, we were all part of the Olympic development program from USA Cycling, and in uh, 2020, due to COVID, uh, USA Cycling had to cut, like, 90% of their programming, and unfortunately, the Olympic development program is one of them. So we had this team that uh, of the best riders, like, ever, a- and now they didn't really have anywhere to go. So I, yeah. I started this uh, team and program to keep give them a direction and kind of... Make it happen ourselves. Like well, we don't have I, to rely I, on our governing body. I, I just came up with a brilliant idea. Okay, how Because he's get, a genius.
0: How do you get from point A to point B with a bicycle? A car, an SUV, mm-hmm. a truck. How many commercials have you seen when the car industry has bicycles on bicycle racks on their cars while they're promoting their cars, right? Mm-hmm. They yeah.
2: need a sticker on those.
0: Well, But there's got to be a, a, an automotive company... That because they do that would Mm -hmm. consider supporting because you're not talking millions and millions and millions of
1: dollars. No, uh, like we're we're being very uh, smart with our money and trying to make it uh, last and put the money where it really counts.
0: We'll we'll get together and we'll put and and if you, I'm sure you have a proposal. Mm -hmm. You know, I have no problem because I know all the the car folks.
2: Yes, he does.
0: Uh, And I mean, I would have no problem sending a proposal out, you know, to these different car manufacturers to see if they would be willing to be part of your program. Because that's what it's going to take. It's going to take mm-hmm. money first mm-hmm. and then everything. And then there's going to be a lot of people that ride that maybe are not interested in it because they already know they're not going to be able to go because they don't have the money. Mm-hmm. But if there's a, a carrot at the end, maybe you'll find even more riders that will give us more of an opportunity you know, to go to the Olympics. Mm-hmm.
2: I need to put you in touch with Ron Murillo. He just opened up San Diego Cycling Public in Liberty Station. It's like everything bicycles. I met him um, at the Super Bowl (laughs) party this year, and he was so excited. He loves everything cycling. And so I think that uh, the two of you need to meet as well. Well, and what we can do
0: is because I'm going to definitely later on, uh, probably in May, I'm going to set you up a a KUSI segment, Mm -hmm. and then we'll invite Ron. Yes. So he can promote his business. Yes,
2: I've been mm-hmm. wanting to get him on here. Yeah. yeah.
0: So we, I will send you an email once I send you this show tomorrow, and we will put together. We'll we'll start hooking you up with as many people, because when you're looking for sponsorship, what's the first thing they want? What's it gonna do for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are you gonna do for me? You know, yeah. it's like in racing. You're going to put a sticker on my car, a race car? Mm -hmm. Okay. But if you know you're getting radio and TV, like if you go to a corporation and say, hey, Mm -hmm. help us. And in turn, we'll put you on radio and TV. They'll
1: they'll say yes. Yeah, we're starting to get a pretty good uh, social media following on Instagram as well. There you go. So uh, we'd be happy to post about any potential sponsors. Well, see, well yeah,
2: just... if you get to know the athlete, because I'm yeah. thinking like sponsor a racer almost, yeah. where you get mm-hmm. to know that athlete, you get the race results, you see their progress, mm-hmm. you're with them on the highs, you're with them on the lows. That's mm-hmm. emotional investment.
0: Right.
2: Yeah. And, and, then, I was just... and
0: then you could go to their businesses maybe on a Saturday, mm-hmm. bring some bikes. You have that silly thing that you put the bike on the roller. and Yeah. I had a silly state. thing. No, I'm telling you. I had Jake, DKUSI, oh, and wish. I put him on a roller, and it was a four-minute oh, yeah. segment.
2: Oh, was he <laughs> well, huffing and puffing?
0: Jay's a good rider, but I don't know if he was in that good a shape. He was huffing and puffing and huffing and puffing. The minute we turned off the camera, he shot right off of it. Darn it, oh, killed himself. See,
2: now that reminds me of my college parties because I raced in college mm-hmm. cycling, so we made it a party game.
0: Well, <laughs> on you, the rollers, you of all people would make a party. Uh, all right, we got to take a quick break. We come back one more segment with Rex and folks. If you really want to see the United States kick some serious butt in the twenty twenty eight Olympics, this is the place to be. FM ninety six AM eleven seventy. The answer.
1: Bicycle, bicycle. Bicycle I want to ride my Bicycle 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 I want to ride my bicycle I want to ride my bicycle That's Brandon.
0: Is our illustrious uh, director. I like working with Brendan. Absolutely. You are listening to Racer Radio, FM 961AM 1170.
2: The answer.
0: Who said it has to have an engine to be on Racer Radio? Uh, your intro. This is brought to you by Certified Car Clinic. If you've got a hot rod, drag car, dirt car, sand car, dwarf car, Certified Car Clinic throw you on the dyno, give you everything you want to know about your car, go to Certified Car Care dot net hey we've been talking to uh, rex ainsley from uh, velodrome but now you're with a program called ascp
1: mm-hmm. american sprint cycling program
0: okay americans and why do we even care about that folks 2028 olympics in we want lovely to represent los angeles and we want how many times have you watched the olympics and you look for americans and if they're not on there you almost change the channel That's kind of what I do, don't you?
2: I definitely prefer, yeah, uh, cheering for our boys and girls. Well,
0: Mm -hmm. and that, Yeah, what am I doing? I I totally agree 120%. So, and we have just stupendous talent here in the United States, correct?
1: Yeah, and we, we already have... We've found a lot of it already.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure there's even more. Yeah. But if they don't see a path to the Olympics... Doing it on their own is almost impossible, yeah. would you yeah, say?
1: Or, or even just the way to exist while trying to well, uh, yeah. pr- pursue the dream.
0: Oh, it's right. You can't just practice an hour a day? That's not going to work?
1: No, like, <laughs> you're, you're trying to be a, an elite athlete, which is, it's it's like a 24-7 job. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, you go, we do uh, two sessions a day, which take, like, four hours each. Yeah. Like, so we're in the gym for, like, four hours in the morning. Uh, we have a small break, then we do a track session in the afternoon where we're, and you're Dead at the end of the day, and you yeah. still need to worry about like uh, diet, what you're putting. I was just going to
0: say, you you can't run over to McDonald's. No, and get and a you can't, double you can't just, burger. like,
1: Oh, chill, and then like, oh, tomorrow, it's like, no, tomorrow you got to do it all over again. And
2: paying your bills. I'm trying yeah. to think how you could even begin to hold a job.
1: Yeah, it's it's hard. So well, like, you can't do a job. Yeah. Well, it well, there's always how a you compromise. Pay your so bills. you're either working a job trying to pay your bills, and then your training's compromised, and mm-hmm. then yeah, your, yeah, your it's, performance it's, is going
0: to suck. W- without a shadow of a doubt. And to become an Olympian probably is gonna take four years.
1: Oh, it it uh, there's been a couple studies on it, but it takes like uh, almost eight years to really develop your potential. Yeah. So and
0: and we're right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, now, we're right now, uh, now. seven
1: years away from
0: sponsor the sponsor a
2: racer. That's what I think you need to do. Push yeah. sponsor a racer.
0: Well, yeah, I mean the one thing nice about it is your jerseys are a great billboard. Mm-hmm. Can't that's put nothing, true. Can't put that's nothing on the bikes. because There is no place to put anything on a bike. Jerseys can
2: be wild, which, which <laughs> makes
0: me laugh that you gave him a race radio. Because sticker. tell him where
2: you can put
1: it. Oh, we got like bike boxes, cases. wheel cases. Okay, well yeah. there you go, there you go. We got uh, disc wheels too, so uh, stick that on yeah. a disc wheel. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I forgot about the disc wheels. Yeah. So,
0: if you folks are interested in, in making a mark in the Olympics of a sport. That you could do yourself.
2: Right, in your own
0: backyard. Yeah, you could go up there to- Minus
2: the wood track.
0: Yeah, you go up there to Highway 1 with all those bicyclists, and you can put on all your cute, fancy clothes. Tight. See, what I'm going to do, I'm going to go up there to Highway 1 and stop every one of them and take $20 from each one of them, and they're going to ask me, why am I asking for $20? Because you're a cyclist, don't you want to see us in the Olympics? Do
2: it on the uphill. They're more likely to want to stop. Oh, you
0: think so? (laughs) There is no uphill on the one.
2: Gradual. Unless you're going into Del
0: Mar. That's my type of
2: Oh my god. Well, so I race for UCSD. And so anytime we go out and practice, we always had to end by going up to get back to school. It's like which earlier we were kind of talking about drafting and nobody wanted to draft me. Mm -hmm. But I could draft anybody. And I still remember that first moment I drafted. It's amazing. How well it works. I squealed because you really, you just barely have to pedal and you do not want to overlap your front wheel with their back wheel. Why not? That's bad news. I still remember it was a, a, it was a, we were up, um, I don't remember, I can't tell you the name where, but I remember hearing this shrill, this scream. Someone had overlapped my back wheel and I look back and she is.
0: Endover and over and over Tico,
2: and still clipped to her pedals. Yeah, it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to ask, uh, who is the team to beat then on the Olympic level? Who's the country? Uh, so
1: right France. now for sprints is the Netherlands. Uh, oh, the Netherlands. Okay. Why? Because yeah. they put more
0: work into it. You think? Uh,
1: so they have a couple things that help their success, like uh, they, they've hired like really good coaches, and they have a program where like pretty much everybody in the Netherlands rides a bike. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And. So pretty much everyone goes through their selection program. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, whether you
2: want to or not. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and like uh, they've just been on like on the technical side of it, the like on the forefront of all the technical advances, so mm-hmm. more advanced positions. So there's been kind of a revolution in uh, sprint cycling in the past couple of years where riders are riding bigger gears, they're understanding physiology a bit more, mm-hmm. and they're changing bike fits to be more aerodynamic because like, uh, the top riders are pushing over 50 miles an hour.
2: 50?
1: 5-0? Yeah. It, and, and you think about it, it's the fastest human-powered Olympic discipline. Right. Holy so, mackerel. Yeah. So they're pushing, and and you know, like, uh, aerodynamics goes up exponentially. So mm-hmm. at those speeds, being aero is, is huge. Mm-hmm.
0: Huge. Mm-hmm. That's where you get those long, skinny helmets.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so they kind of change shape now. Like now what shape it's, really? <laughs> so. So now it's more like diverting the air around your shoulders, and they're trying to make oh. your entire body more aero mm-hmm. instead uh. of just your head.
2: Yeah, that makes sense because you said you're pushing. And I'll bet
1: you
0: $20 the Netherlands has a wind
1: tunnel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Every person in there does like extensive testing in a wind tunnel. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I'm so uh, we're trying to do something similar. So, I've actually developed a couple uh, little things uh, that we can use. So, I You've develop- developed? Yeah. So i
2: Patent it. De- <laughs> Sorry, I learned that from Marty Tripes. What? Patent it.
1: <laughs> so I'm, I'm working on it. So. Uh, that costs yeah. money, too. Trust me. Uh. Yeah. So I'm working on it. We're going to uh, hopefully have those bars out in uh, this year. Bars? Mm-hmm. Handlebars? So, so handlebars. Mm-hmm. So it's a. Uh, it's well, because a- the
0: bike is. It, it,
1: that's yeah, that's part too of the has aerodynamics. To push yeah. So <laughs> your bike, and then it. So the idea that I had is uh, it changes the way you hold the bars and it um, moves everything a little bit closer together. So you still have like a oh. wide base bar to. Uh, be out of the saddle and produce the torque necessary. Yeah, to get when you started. have to get up, and- but uh-huh. then when you sit down and tuck, you want to be as as possible, and it ha- gives you a, like another position to Can put you your hand. Can you adjust
0: the bars? Are they uh, no? They're on?
1: not adjustable, but uh, there's different widths available, and it just helps you be more arrow.
0: And all you're doing there is you're you're actually designing the bar mm-hmm. to the rider.
1: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. like I, your
0: bar would be different than her bar.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, there's so I've been working with a couple. Uh, really smart people, myself, to, to try and... Hey, uh, that's what you do. Surround yourself yeah, yeah. So by the best. you got to surround yourself <laughs> with the best best people possible. And uh, so, yeah, we're trying to uh, make our riders at that level. Do you
0: and work it, with any of the colleges here in town?
1: I've worked with a couple of people from the colleges. Um, and then I also... Uh, there's also been uh, some progress. They actually have a bike-mounted uh, computer that measures your wind resistance. Oh. So you don't actually need a wind tunnel anymore. So you can oh. measure uh, uh, your air to, your CDA on the fly, so which is which is pretty neat. Wow,
0: well, and that and, and, and but we are infants
1: compared to countries. Like yeah, so we're we're still so we infants. have we have a, a development program. So our so every, all the other countries have like three levels. So they have their elite team, they have their development team, and then they have like their juniors that are coming up. So we're kind of more and like just coming out of the juniors. Like yeah. we're trying to develop the riders to be at yeah. that elite level. But
0: you can't you can't say no. You got to, I mean, no matter what the obstacle, your goal is your goal is your goal. You mm-hmm. just got to do whatever you can to get there. Yeah. And you just need help. That's all. Yeah. So
1: we just need a little bit of help right. to get Good by. Good point.
2: Good point, Dave. Hey, when you were talking about aerodynamics, so it's a one minute race, mm-hmm. what you do. So you're standing up for about how much time?
1: So uh, about 10 seconds.
2: Oh, okay. So the majority of the time.
1: Yeah. Majority you are of the time down, you, you are, are seated. And yeah. And you're crouched. Yeah. And that's, so we have, uh, so, there's three Olympic dis- sprint disciplines. There's the match sprint, which I don't know, probably most people have seen, which is like the one on one battle on the track. Uh, and it's very tactical. And it ends up, that's the race where you probably hit, hit your highest speed. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you have the team sprint where you have three riders oh, uh, so so all on track. And it's a standing start event. Oh, uh, so there's, it's a three lap race. So, the first rider goes around, does a lap, and pulls off. The second rider does a lap, pulls mm-hmm. off. And that third rider, when he finishes, that's the time it's It's super explosive and super explosive. And that is when you it, it, the speeds are insane and like the so each rider has its own physiology like mm-hmm. the, the starter is around an 18 second effort. Mm-hmm. The second riders about a 30 second effort and the third rider is a 45 second effort. So you change like how you' your're training based on like what position you are mm-hmm. and that makes a big difference. Then another event we have is the Kieran, which is kind of a crazy race. It's you uh, get up to speed behind a motor. So it's a six-lap race. Three of those laps are behind a motor building up to speed. And then it drops you off pretty much at 40 miles an hour, and you accelerate from there. Right.
0: (laughs) Oh, I know. And that's one thing that's so cool about the San Diego Velodrome. They use an electric uh, motorcycle.
2: I don't remember that at all.
0: Well, yeah. that's because that's it was way before your
2: time. So do you like that one the best? Just say yes. Just say yes. Just say yes.
1: For uh, sure. It's one I of see my you favorites. in a race car. Well, actually, I see you like them all. I like yeah. most. So my My personal favorite is the match sprint. Like, I like the strategy beforehand. Like You really need to plan uh, out the races okay. before. Like You need to know your opponent and like what their strengths and weaknesses are and wow. really... Uh, create your strategy right. based on that. Well, Do
0: you?
2: Oh, go ahead. Simon. Well, we're
0: just getting ready to hit the dusty trail. <sighs> yeah. And I want to make sure so you put,
2: more questions.
1: I know. Well, it should have been here an hour. So the website, one more time. So the, the website is americanscp.com. And you can find us on social media. Uh, Instagram is at americanscp. And on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash americanscp. You can find all of our. Uh, what was info, the one on Instagram? AmericanSCP, at americanscp. So that's kind of our... Is that the one you like the best? That's kind of the tag across all of our platforms.
0: Rex, I am so glad you reached out to me. It's so nice to meet you. I am thrilled too. to death. We're gonna do, we're gonna, I'm going to do everything humanly possible to help get you in the, in the winner's circle. Yeah, thank you so much. Say hi to your dad. I you will know, Miss him terribly. Mm-hmm. And you ever see Lenny? Oh, yeah, all the time. Crazy Lenny. <laughs> Tell Lenny, I still need my fender painted. No, I do not. I sold that motorcycle. All right. Well, we're going to have to hit the dusty truck. Thank you very much, Sunshine. You did a great job. I had a great time. I knew you would. And we're going to have Gun Owners Radio coming up next. So don't touch that dial.